0: Do you hate what you do? Do you dread getting out of bed every day and going to work? Do you dream of the end of the day? Does each day feel really long because you just hate what you're doing so much? In this episode, I explore how you can learn to love what you do while you transition to doing what you love. All this and more in the Choosing Happy Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Choosing Happy podcast. I'm Heather Masters. And this week's subject was inspired by having to do many chores this week, which aren't particularly my favorites. And I remembered something from Findhorn that one of their values, the Findhorn Foundation, that is, one of their values is to bring love to your work, to not just do what you love, but choose to love what you do. And it reminded me of my NLP training and of other personal development training and spirituality books, where bringing love to everything that you do changes not just what you do, but allows you to complete. So for instance, if you want to leave a post because you think you don't like it anymore, and if you bring back the love that you had when you originally started, you begin to love what you do, it changes in a way that's so beneficial for you. That might be it allows you to move to a new role, a new job, a new place, or the work environment that you're in might change in a way that makes you want to stay. So, in this episode, I wanted to explore how you can take a job that you really dislike and it doesn't have to be a work-related job it might just be a chore that you have to do every day and how you can choose to love it and why it's important as well for yourself um, because after all we spend something like 75 percent of our time at work so if we can choose to love what we do we can choose to be a lot happier in all areas of our lives. So I'd like you to think about a task or a piece of work that maybe you've been procrastinating on, you've been putting off, you really, really don't want to do it. And the first thing is to just take a piece of paper and write down all of the reasons that come to the top of mind why you don't want to do it. And just take a few minutes to do that you can pause this audio and just go do that now and then the next thing once you've done that is to go a bit deeper look at those surface answers and ask yourself well, what's important about that so for instance if one of the surface answers is oh it's so repetitive well what's important about it being repetitive That stops you loving what you do. If you're saying it's boring, how can you make it more interesting? Or what is boring about it? Why has it become boring? Why wasn't it boring when you first started? What was interesting about it? I think one of the best questions to ask, as well as once you've got that list, is what's the purpose? What's the bigger meaning? What was the meaning it had for you when you first started? I know for myself that I've done some pretty boring jobs, but one of the things that brings me to challenge myself and to be positive and to do the very best I can is to think about the end person, the end recipient, the end client, the end user. If I put myself in their shoes, then how would I like this to work out? For instance, you know, even if you're looking at, say, a a maid cleaning a room in a hotel, if you put yourself in the shoes of the clients, because most of us have been to hotels, what is it that we would look for? What would make the difference for us in terms of a clean room? What is it that we check out? What is it about a clean room that would make our break really comfortable and even exceptional if there's something that you can add that makes that difference. So what is it? Is it, you know, getting in the corners, making sure that the windows are clean? Whatever it is that makes that difference. If you put yourself into the Shoes of the client, and that gives you that extra meaning, that extra little bit of purpose, even in cleaning, to produce a good job and to actually begin to love what you do. The thought of making someone else happy or making a difference to someone can cause you to love what you do. It's that meaning making. So, have a think about the environment that you work in. You know, where do you work? What could you do so you could love that environment a little bit more, even if it's changing perspective about it? So, for instance, if you're in the middle of the countryside, miles away from everybody else, and you think that's boring, there's a different way of looking at it to appreciating nature and appreciating the quiet and the surrounding area. Many of us are working from home at the moment, and we have more freedom in terms of environment than maybe we've had before. I know that's not true for everyone, but even in your desk space, what can you do that would make you want to sit down every day and feel effective and professional and motivated to do the work that you're going to do? Is this something you can do with your environment? On my desk, I have a, a few ornaments um, that really make me smile. You know, they cause me to smile each day when I sit down. I have a smiling crab, for instance, which is a sounds a bit bizarre. I also have a photograph of me and my son standing in the rain. And the other thing I do every day is I say hello to the room. I say hello to the plant on my desk. I say, yes, this is going to be a good day and thank you for being here to support me. So what can you do in your environment to just add that little bit of love, that little bit of positivity and motivation? What about your behavior and your thoughts and your language? I've talked about this quite recently in some of the previous podcasts. What are you saying to yourself before you sit down to work or before you start your work? What's the message you're telling yourself? What's the behavior? How are you holding yourself? What's your state? Are you physically dreading work? Is there something you can do differently about that? Is there some way that you can reframe it so that you aren't dreading it so much? What is it that you're dreading? And is the dread really a fact or is it just a perspective that you're holding? What could you change about it? If you're feeling... For instance, that you dread work because you think you're going to make mistakes or you're not good enough. What is it that you could do to take that feeling away? For instance, if if you need to practice a skill, could you do that outside of work just so you get a little bit more confidence and you build your capabilities so that when you do go to work, you do feel effective and efficient and that you're performing? Now, I know there's not simple answers to everything. I know there are challenges out there, challenging people, challenging circumstances. And sometimes if you choose to see something differently, if you choose to change, everything else changes. If you have responsibility for your happiness and how you perceive life and how you perceive the work you do and the relationships with people around you, then choosing to love your work and bring love to your work, even if it's sweeping a floor, cleaning a toilet, cleaning a room, stacking shelves in a shop, you can bring love to those things, you can bring pride to those things, and in doing so, often frees you up to do something bigger and more important. But in each now moment, it's our own choice whether we choose to be very negative about what we're doing or whether we choose to be happy about it. If you think of things in time blocks, a day block or an hour block or a block of work. So for instance, if you have to stack shelves for an hour, then think about it like that. It's only one hour of the day and you can do that. So focus on the positive side. Have a think about what's important to you? What's the work giving you? And if it isn't specifically giving you satisfaction, is it moving you towards something you want? Are you learning skills? Are you gaining competencies and qualities that are going to move you forward into a position you want? Is the job you're doing a stepping stone to somewhere else? If you feel you're in a dead-end job, and there's no future in sight, then that's something you have to choose. You have to choose something different. You have to make it a stepping stone to something better. And only you can do that. It's your choice. Have a look at your beliefs and values. What's important to you? What's stopping you? What's limiting you? What are the thoughts that are limiting you? And what can you do about it? Have you looked at what's available? Who do you believe yourself to be? Do you believe yourself to be someone without a future or someone who wants to choose a future, who wants to put love into their work and love what they do and love their future? Because at the end of the day, if we bring love to everything that we do, it kind of radiates out, it causes a ripple effect around us. So those that we work with, find it more pleasant to work with us and if we're happier in our work we'll take that love that happiness home with us and the ripple effect will go out to our families and those close to us our loved ones and if we're happy in our work if we love what we do even on the bus ride home the people who encounter us will feel that difference that different vibration And if we're happy in our work and we love what we do, then our bosses will notice us. They may even promote us or give us new opportunities. And the most important of all is if we choose to love and be happy in our work, we'll be happy in the moment that we choose it. Our days will be happier. We'll think of different ways to do things. We'll expand our horizons in terms of What's possible for us? We'll dare to dream. In a world that's really chaotic and where the future is so uncertain, I think it's a great opportunity to reevaluate where we are in terms of our work and our life, where we're putting our positivity and love, and to teach ourselves to love what we do in each moment, to love washing the dishes, to love dusting to love cooking. Cooking is such a good one because you can tell when someone's put love into a meal. It almost makes the flavor buzz. You can tell when somebody's put love into wrapping a gift. You can tell when someone's put love into cleaning their home. So it's not an impossibility. So where can you put your love? into your life and into your work today. Here are six things you can ask yourself if you want to define your perfect job. Where are you when you're in your ideal job? So going back to that environment, what does it look like? If it's a desk job, what's on your desk? What can you see when you look around? Are you outside? Are you inside? What does it look like? If you're in a building, is it a big building? Is it a small building? Are you working from home? Where are you when you're in your ideal job? And then ask yourself, what are you doing specifically? What are the tasks that you really love? You're looking through your own eyes and you can see yourself doing those tasks, doing that specific thing. Are you an artist? Are you drawing? Are you a writer? Are you creating fiction? Are you working with your hands? Are you at a keyboard? What are you doing specifically? And then ask yourself who you're working with. Are you working with a big team? Are you working on your own? Are you working virtually? Do you have a boss? Are you the boss? Who are you working with? And what are you telling yourself? What's that voice in your head saying? What's so great about this job? What is it telling you? And what's so great about you doing this job? What's that voice in your head saying? What are you telling yourself? And how are you able to use your natural gifts and talents in this role? So what is it about the job that you love so much that you know you're so good at that's naturally a talent for you? And what does doing this job now make possible for you? So as I say right at the beginning, sometimes we're doing jobs that feel very restrictive and limited. So doing this ideal job, what does doing this job now make possible for you? So take some time to do that exercise as well. And you might find that some of the things that you want to do in an ideal job, you could maybe bring to the job you're doing right now as a stepping stone to that ideal job. And if it isn't, you know, there's always the choice to leave and to move towards The ideal job, but always choose to bring love to the work that you do. Thank you for listening to the Choosing Happy podcast this week. And it would be so good if you could share the podcast because it does help me keep going. And I would love some feedback if you want to contact me. My email address is in the show notes as are the links to the website and more. Thank you again for listening this week and I'll see you next week in the Choosing Happy podcast.